0: I mean today, you know data data is everything. It's like, you know, I I I need the data and I kind of understand what's going on Mm -hmm. in my environment
1: Welcome everyone back to dissecting popular IT nerds. I've never done it that quiet Um, We are speaking with Michael Wall innovative information technology executive MBA Important. We got to put that in there. Global enterprise IT leader. I like that. Global cybersecurity. If you don't have it, I don't know what you're going to do. You got to put that in there somewhere. Uh, I'm even inside cybersecurity and I don't even, I don't even know how to probably do some sort of like natting. Um, Technology innovations and solutions, IT strategy, DevOps. Got to have that in there, especially with um, the Phoenix project. Have you read that? I have. Listen to Fantastic. it. I listen to it. Okay, will DevOps. Uh, two times AWS certified, Azure certified. I'm thinking of doing that just because, just there's so much. You know, someone said I, I have to. I have a new firm doing the podcast stuff. They're going to hear this right now, and they they're they're not tech. I kind of get a little frustrated because they're not. You know. They're not technology nerds. We can't expect that. So they've got to like listen to the episodes and write out show nuts and show show nuts. Uh, this is exactly my point. Um, and certain acronyms and everything get screwed up the other day. Like they said like a compact 486. No, it was compact. That was the brand. Right, right. <laughs> and and it was side to, side to side VPN. Side to side VPN. Oh, I was like, oh, is that new? Side to side VPN. No. It's new. And then there was um what was it? Disaster Disaster Loss. No, data loss. Data loss program or something like that. And it was like they're like DO I was like it was like D L P and they're like D O P. It's like no, no. And it's it's P, it's PCI compliance, not B, PC, PBI, PBI P, peanut butter and jelly. But, right. um. Anyways, and then DSS
0: and AI, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: You know, it was like in there, like in the clouds. I'm like, well, no, it's public cloud. I would say public cloud, maybe not public clouds. Although yeah. although public clouds does make sense, it is public clouds. It does. But it just sounds right. weird. just sounds weird.
0: You know, anyways. another one, you know, another one too is, is since we're covering this, is we talk about cloud or hybrid and we talk about on prem. Is it on prem or on premises? Mm. Like to me, it's I like the on premise. Not on not on premises and not on prem like short. Mm. Just it's deep. On prem. Just say on prem.
1: You want to say on prem, not on premise. Which would you prefer? Correct. I need to know which one you'd prefer.
0: I would Yeah, so I would prefer saying on premise. Okay. Not on premises. Not on-prem, on <laughs> premise. like yes, just on-prem. Yeah. Sometimes
1: we just need to speak clearly. Yeah. Especially the fact that I was in telecom for so long and still am. I mean, you just you, once you're in telecom, you kind of always are. The right. Like the, all the acronyms in telecom too. Like they even screw up. They even screw people like you up. IT directors. They're like, could you just speak English, please? I don't want to. I don't want to hear about the LOA, right. filling out the LOA to the to the. You know. Well, I know you know what NOC is or NOC. That's an interesting Knock, old DMAR. term. Dmar. Dmar. Yeah, are you gonna know right. DMARC. Let's see. What are the What are some weird telecom ones gotcha. that people don't know? Um, there's gotta be one in there. Co. center. Do you know central office? He'd probably, that's kind of an old analog. That's more of like an analog thing. Although they still exist. They have to.
0: Office for sure. Yep. Yep. Those are those <clears> mysterious <throat> buildings that are unmarked, marked, like the AT&T buildings Where like, you know, there's this, there's this old building.
1: You're like, what's I this brick this, thing? To tell you a story. Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. There's one of those buildings that's near our house. Um, where it's like, I think it's like three stories high and mm-hmm. it's this unmarked kind of strange building from the art deco days. Yeah. Um, and there's no windows and it's like, what is this? Well, that's, that's, that's the CEO.
1: That's the right? CEO, son. Um, son, that's the CEO. Correct. Like, what is that? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let me tell you a story about what that is. Yeah.
1: Inside there, there's something yeah. called long distance, uh, switching stuff. Uh, <laughs> what was that code where you start to dial and like? Well, if you don't mind me asking, how old are you? Let's see, I can probably take a guess by some graduation. Do you have any? Score? No, no. So
0: I'm 41.
1: Okay, so your youth, your youth. I'm 45. But
0: dialing I'm... out though, I understand. It's what like, was it like? eight.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, what was the? Um, well, that still happens. $50. Believe it or not, people are still on. Oh, Correct. prem. We're on on prem. People are still on-prem. They still have on-prem PBXs, on-premise. They have on-premise PBXs still. Uh, and it you must dial happens. a nine. It,
0: yep, you must dial a nine. And then you're not mentioning or we're not talking about dialing mm. overseas or or, mm. or out. It's mm. like overseas calling, that's a totally different situation. Yeah, no. Might need to dial out. I just want John. Might p- need to Papa add the country code.
1: Yeah, I'm just trying to get to Papa John's and somehow 911 uh, showed up.
0: right right that's classic i know it
1: can you change the outbound dialing number to an eight please everyone's dialing nine one one. that's amazing what are we talking about i don't know yeah it's good i don't know i don't know but it's good (laughs) it's good yeah um okay so now we get to talk about the representative of michael wall not the one that doesn't unmute his headset or doesn't mute his headset, yeah. <laughs> I really yell loud because I yell through like two floors. Sometimes I'm like, what? and I had an episode yeah. there just like Phil's yelling at his. I'm looking at the show notes like Phil at three minutes and 45 seconds yelling at his kids again. <laughs> I'm like,
0: Oh gosh. Right. Yeah. And when you, when you had said how many episodes you weren't sure how many it was. No, I mean, well, you I know, knew I had it like part. I had it.
1: I knew that I had yeah. like that when I'm yelling, I'm at least like conscious of like. Sometimes I'm conscious of what it just would have sounded. It just would have sounded. Well, actually, it probably did. I don't this know. Was it, like they're an out there.
0: Isolated. They're out there. Yeah, and this was like an isolated thing mm-hmm. for me. I mean, to be honest, it's like our, our kids are are in the, the last two years in particular with everyone, <laughs> you know, trying to juggle the remote stuff and all that. Like, yeah. you know, that was tough. You know, for sure, it's like yeah. No, how like was it? Really? No, for real. Thing.
1: So talk to me because yeah. I, I, let me explain something to you. Yeah. Well, not explain something. Okay. I'm gonna paint a picture. I'm gonna paint a picture for you. I yeah. pretty much once, and I don't. I'm not trying to praise Zoom here. It's just. For some reason, Zoom was the first one to kind of like when Zoom came out. I knew about Zoom before anyone knew about Zoom. Zoom was white labeling, they were selling it through every, you know, Ring Central is selling their Ring Central, you know, it's now they have Ring Central meetings, but back then it was Zoom. Uh, Broadview Office Suite was HD meeting, it was Zoom. Um, let's see who else was on Zoom, like New Horizons Communications, their video project, it was Zoom. Everything was Zoom. No one really knew about yeah. Zoom until we had a pandemic, and then all of a sudden, now everyone right. in the world knows about Zoom, right? And uh, did I just lose it? Oh, so the second I learned, and this was kind of interesting because I thought, you know, I'm driving around like four hours a day. I do I just meetings. Back, back in the day when you do like, you know, technology meetings, it was like, I've got a meeting at 10 o'clock. Like right now, we have a meeting at, at 10 o'clock. Well, it's 10 o'clock my time. It's nine o'clock your time. But, you know, we have a meeting at 10 o'clock. Okay. I got to drive there. I got to do this. I got to do that. When can I fit in the next meeting? So the next meeting, I can fit in at, um, you know, whatever, one o'clock. Yeah. Then I can fit another meeting right. in at, like, and by the end of the day, you finally get home and you've done all this driving. You put a ton of mileage in your car. We're writing that off in our taxes and, you know, how much did I really get done? So I thought, let me just try to do this. Let me just see if people will buy into this. Like, hey, we're just going to do this via Zoom. And uh, nothing changed. I did my, I started just living in a cave in my basement and um, just doing everything via Zoom years before, years before. Uh, So where am I going with this? Um, My wife was like, don't ever ask me to homeschool the kids. Kids were going right to school at that time. And then, I don't know, there was some little homeschool group back when we were living in Northern Virginia. And she one day came to me, she's like, I think I'm going to homeschool the kids because uh, I don't like the way that, you know, whatever, there was some normal stereotypic stereotypes and politics of whatever was going on in the local school and, you know, kids were getting left behind and whatever, and my kids... Anyway, so she started homeschooling the kids. So by the time COVID came around, like, eight years ago, I you're talking to a guy that, you know, is, like, the most stereotypical, like, works from home, homeschools eight kids, you know, and people think that your kids don't, you know, see the light of day, you know? Right, so right. I really do want to know... <laughs> What the? What the? I want to talk to someone that this really did affect their family. How did? So, long story short, to get to you, like it didn't affect me at all, whatsoever. The only it just the only thing affected me was like depression about the world in general, and numerous other things that I could probably speak about for hours that have nothing to do with it. But I want to know how did it affect your family?
0: Yeah. So you touched on. I just want to go back a little bit. So, so you touched on some key points. And I think, like, you know, personally, I've been using Zoom myself since 2016 to 17 and then brought it into, uh-huh. um, you know, the organization kind of later. And it became that mainstream of, you know, hey, we're not using uh, uh, Skype or, or well, you just know, F- like F- I- team.
1: just so you know, right? I, am, I, right. am, I am a convert okay, I'm a convert to Microsoft Teams and I would convert to Microsoft Teams. And I think most people should convert to Microsoft Teams and I think it's going to get there. It might right. not be there yet if you need. I'm just putting that yep. there. I'm just yep. saying, yep. I'm, just saying yep. I'm just saying that out there. Yep. I'm not yep. like a Zoom, yep. Yep. you know, yep. crazy nut yep. guy. Okay. No, no, no.
0: And I, and, I, and I think so we had this idea of, you know, that capability to uh, use video a uh, meeting, right? And, but what you said though was, Okay. Before the pandemic, though, we we had this um, you know scenario or you know scheduling where it's like, hey, I've got a meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, I might be in person. I might be on you know Zoom, whatever. Yeah. But then things switched over, um, and you know we had this idea now for you know that period of time, everything is on video and everything's on on Zoom, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. so I think I think to to touch on and answer the question about the family aspects, what we started seeing or what I started seeing was all of a sudden my day became filled with those video and zoom calls. Um, and all of a sudden that, that, that day wasn't shorter. It was longer than what it normally was. Uh. Right. And now all of a sudden you completely, it's not like you've lost reality, but it's like, you definitely lost. Um, I think some, some boundaries in terms of how much time am I spending on Mm. zoom? Um, 14 hours a day, uh, 10 hours, like how, Oh. Um, right. And it's like, because, because we were able to be efficient and, and, and fill in slots with video because now there's no traveling. You're not, you know, you know having to drive or, um, you know, commute and things like that. I see what you're saying. Right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying.
0: Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think there were some of those kind of respects that I'm getting at where I have to, you know, then mentally and still do this today, but to say, okay, um, p- how much time have I, you know, been on, 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 calls and, you know, zoom or this and that and okay, it's six o'clock or it's mm. six 30 and mm. you, know, you, know, okay. definitely, you know, I had to put myself too. in,
1: I had to put myself in someone else's shoes for a second, um, because I became self-employed years ago. So now I just, you know, for me, it's about like, ah, can I suffer the consequences of not working today? Meaning, will I not make money? <laughs> right. So for me, it's a very measurable. Right. It's a very, like work is very measurable. It's how many podcasts did I do? How many consulting sessions? What do we have that we're working on? End of day. um, Or, or not work today. Or in your case, as it was the other day, I had to take my, my family had to go We're in the midst of, like, changing states, and so we got to change, like, healthcare from Maine to Connecticut. So the doctors are all in Maine, but we happen to be in Connecticut right now. So there was kind of like this, not an emergency doctor's office, but it was like, got to drive to the doctor. And I was like, okay, just I guess reschedule. Um, Anywho, the but when you have a job, I'm assuming salaried position with responsibilities that never end— Kind of like the mail. I always like to use the mail as an example. The mail will never, ever, ever stop. Giving the mailman time off for a holiday is just a joke because he's going to come back and there's going to be twice as much mail. There's no, there's no. It's never ending. It's like a nightmare.
0: It's Newman from (laughs) Seinfeld. The mail just never ends. (laughs) I mean,
1: (laughs) it's it's, you know what I mean. It's like, it's so so now, and you're and you're a passionate guy. You you want to do well at your job. You like your job, or I'm assuming you do, and you know that you know at least you want to be successful most human beings want to be successful or at least if they've reached it to some point in the professional world like this you know they want to be successful so yeah when do you shut it off and what are the tactics and ways to delegate to other people that right. will not shut it off. <laughs> you know, like, right, right. Yeah, I've got and, a guy. Let's yeah. Let me use this guy yeah. over here. He's never going to use, you know, like software developers <laughs> yeah. that sit in front of a screen. Like, you know, like somehow Netflix figured yeah. that one out. They figured out, let's just hire these guys right. that will never quit. That just want to sit in front of a thing and code all right. day and kill, kill themselves.
0: But you're, yeah, but you're right. You're right for sure. It's like you, you get to a point though where you say, you know, okay, I'm going to get it seven or eight o'clock. I'm still working. Why? Um, because I've got an I'm, idea. I'm, I'm trying to get, yeah. I've
1: got, I've got an idea. Just, I'm just throwing okay. this out there. You tell me whether you think the, I, I read this book called atomic habits. I don't read books. Actually. I listen to books. I read books that you can't get on audible, but atomic habits you can get on audible. And, um, I like it because he has you, take you through the day of like all the things that you do in the day, like all your everything, write down everything you do. And then like, which ones are bad habits and how do we form new good habits and what do you really want to do? And it's very life altering for me because there's certain things that I want to do, like learn another language. So to form a new habit, Uh, you know, we got this little new like habit checklist and make sure you check it off every day. So mine's like, you know, write one sentence, um, you know, speak in, you know, with my son-in-law in in a foreign language, speak, you know, like just different things like that. Right. you know, and make sure that I do it every day and check it off. But when I got the notebook, there's like a little, I I could have made this notebook on like Excel. Right. And then sent it to, to uh, Staples and had it print out. But when I got the notebook in the back of the notebook, it had like different ideas I have, you know, you've got like the old Covey system. It wasn't Covey. I think it was that originally did the quadrant thing. I think it was, um, one of the robber barons anyways, um, you know, you got the four quadrant thing where you've got like, you know, immediate and necessary or immediate and unnecessary, the quadrant methodology and everything. But, and then you've got this, all this philosophy around list people. And should you make a list? And this one thing that stood out in the back of the books was like this one consultant went into a company a long time ago. If I had it in front of me, hold on, I'll find it. Um, the, um, Basically, he went into, I just need to put the name right, went into a company and he sat down with everyone and the, the CEO was like, well, how much do you want me to pay? And he's like, well, I'll just, I'll go in and I'll do this. And if you guys are more effective and, and whatever, just, you know, you pay me as much as you think, uh, you know, the strategy was worth at the end. And all the strategy was, was I want all of your executives or all of your people before they go to bed every night to just write down six things that they want to accomplish the next day. Not one more, not one less, just six things. Things, and then I'll come back and we'll see. And when he came back, basically, you know, it it was so it it changed so much the company that he ended up paying him like some absolute like absurd amount of money back then. It was like forty five thousand, but it was like equivalent of like four hundred and fifty thousand dollars today. And um, so, anyways we need to have, do you use, do you journal? Do you like, do you have a to-do list? Do you have a to-do list is so long that it's never ending? Is there like a clear ending yeah. to the day? Is there a clear ending?
0: Yeah. Well, and I, I would say a prior of uh, the answer to that is no, you know, current day uh, today, uh, the answer is yes. And so this might surprise, I think maybe you or would surprise people, but what I'll do actually is I went back to, so, so you mentioned the the Franklin or the, the, the sort of planner. Yeah, yeah. I've got a, a a notebook that I use, right, that doesn't have dates built in, doesn't have subjects built in, obviously. Yep. And I go through each day and write down, here's what I've got to get done today. Uh-huh. And when I've, when I've completed those things, I'm done for that day. And I can go on and have carryover, you know. If it's not, if it's not customer specific or there's not, you know, I don't, I don't have deliverables with a date, you know, uh-huh. or a timeline, but uh-huh. I'm saying just things that you got to get done. I'll move those over the next day. And that's where I've said mentally to myself, okay, here's all my goals and objectives for today. I've done them all. Uh-huh. I can now move on and say, okay, yeah. at six o'clock or five thirty or five o'clock today, I'm done working because I've, I've accomplished everything that I've needed to versus um, you know, just, just. Having your schedule sort of control you. It's just um, important to therapy. You know, this is like we're doing therapy.
1: We're really yeah. doing therapy for other I T yeah, yeah, people as yeah. we're doing here. Yeah, It was the right. Ivy. It was the. I was gonna, it was the yeah. Ivy Lee method, yeah. by the way. Just for people, it was the Ivy, Ivy Lee okay. method, and it was 1918. Uh, he had he went to go see Charles yep. Schwab. Anywho, um, what else do you have? But
0: you're right, though. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, so you're right. We're going to, we're going back to the habits. So this seems completely obvious and logical, right? Uh-huh. But those, those habits take a long time to create like habits don't just happen overnight. Like they, they definitely take a long time uh, to create. But like you said, though, the more often that you're doing them, right. The faster you're, 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 yeah. And, and, and so that sounds obvious, but like the foreign language or any, like any, like any good habit that you're trying to build, if I don't do it often enough, Mm -hmm. it takes a long time to build and to get there. Right. And, like, um, but for sure, you know,
1: every time yeah. I get in the car, like I've got a thing, that's like every time I get in the car, you put on Pimsler. Pimsler has got to be the best at language, language app. Period. I don't care, it is absolutely the best. You can listen to one thirty day course of Pimsler, and you're at least speaking like survival language, like you're surviving, right? Which is cool.
0: Okay,
1: um, so every time I get in the car, throw on Pimsler, write down a sentence every day, speak with something conjugate one verb like yep. I, all of these things are on my list, and if I do it every single day it's the little things that add up that book by the way Atomic Habits I think it's just it was a really good book for me at least um,
0: yep so on the foreign languages for a second that's 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 funny that you're saying that so I've got and this is probably a little bit um I'm aggressive as a, as a goal but um I'm mostly German as a as a um as a uh uh a family or, or background. My wife is mostly Lebanese. Uh-huh. Um, and so between the two of us, um, I don't speak any, <laughs> I don't speak any language outside of just English and she speaks like four or five different languages. And so it, it, why is it like the, me, uh,
1: why are the, it's the, the Arabs always are like genius when it comes to that stuff it's like, crazy
0: and, and and i told and, her well, arabic is like,
1: what well, i'm studying yeah. arabic is actually the language that i'm studying um and it's yeah. just you know right to laugh, know she'll call me that? That. yeah
0: she'll say but when i was in school i was learning three languages when you were learning the one and i'm like yeah you're right i mean mm-hmm. yeah so um but you know my goal is to learn german and to learn arabic and um you know her goal is to, I don't, I don't think she wants to learn any more languages, but um, (laughs) one of the, one of the
1: (laughs) Arabic's difficult. Arabic has been very difficult for me because a lot, most books, most books take you through first, you do the alphabet and you're writing right to left. Then you've got, you know, so that's the first kind of like thing, but have you heard of Pimsleur? Have you heard of Pimsleur? Have you tried it?
0: I have. Yeah. I, it didn't, it wasn't as successful. So I, I use another app which is called Mongo.
1: Yep. I had I that. Like I was Mondo's the opposite. See, I was the opposite. Okay. I was the opposite. I started with that and then went to Pimsler, and I thought maybe it's because I've got the Arabic and the writing. I've got the writing and the grammar down. I have that piece in the reading part, but I don't have the like general kind of like Emiya speaking, like just general, like street speaking type of stuff, got you know? It. And when it comes to yeah. like saying numbers, you get all backwards and you're like, what's 55,000 right, and 56. Right. And you're like, no clue. <laughs> like I know. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. Stuff and, like that. Right. And, like, this isn't specific to Arabic, but, but just to touch on this, so you've got French and Spanish and then Arabic in this case, and then, you know, there's always examples where it's like, well, for the, for the feminine or for the male uh, pronoun, like, you'll say it this way, uh-huh. but then you'll say it that way. Well, th- you know, depending on what village that you're from, you know, someone might say it this way or that way, and I'm like, so yeah. then how should I say it? Well, it depends. Well, yeah, then, yeah. like, as someone who's trying to learn... You just Which sound like the using? old
1: person. You just sound like the old English. They're like, "Oh, you just sound like a funny guy that like was speaking in like old English." Like if you say it that way, it's basically what my my son-in-law tells me. He's like, "Yeah, you can speak that way." He's like, "But people are gonna look at you like, why are you speaking like you're from like the medieval times?" Correct. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. I wish exactly. that thou would turn on thou computer and use the mouse correctly, right.
0: please. Right. And then, and then you say, "Well, then teach it to me how." Teaches to me how in 2022 somebody <laughs> would speak to another person like that. Uh, that's what I'm looking for. I'm not looking for you know, like you said, the mid, the medieval or the the <laughs> you know older times of it or the what's what's a better way to say that the uh, know. proper. Oh you know, yeah, uh,
1: yeah, uh, yeah, the, yeah. I I'm, I'm drawing formal, a blank. Formal, formal. Yeah, yeah, I'm drawing a blank right yeah. now. But yes. Well, yes and then there's there's yeah. we, we can't go down that road it's it's, it's too long of a road what did we it's what did we long. actually have on our schedule to talk about because I did have something to talk about I feel like it was like, like pizza was on there or something was on there what did we have that oh. we had to speak about
0: I have to go back and look but I'm I'm, I'm remembering you saying about solving uh, let me go look world um, hunger
1: was it world hunger
0: no <laughs> no I, I think it was about water shortages or something
1: okay well you uh,
0: you put it somewhere
1: back maybe it's on your profile and i can and i can find it here but you had uh something that was very um um let's see what have you learned over the last 40 years i would love to know where
0: that. am i i'm Hybrid. A profile on LinkedIn? Or Hi, yeah, on... yeah, I'm
1: looking on LinkedIn. Uh, okay, uh, let's okay, see, hybrid okay. and remote work post-pandemic. Is there a post Are we in post-pandemic yet? Wow, you write a lot of stuff. Um, ooh, A, B, you know. There's...
0: So that, that's another thing. Um, I I very much love to write. Um, and, and, and so I, whether it's business or technology aspects uh-huh. or, you know, I try to write about things that people I feel like are, you know, talking about or are interested in.
1: Uh-huh. Um, how about securing? Yeah, so. How about securing remote workers? This is interesting. Yeah, we do have a lot of, re- and this is very relevant. Um, pre-post, yeah. pre-post pandemic and post PBX. Sure. We're gonna call it post PBX. That should be like a new thing. Post PBX. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. By the way, do you guys have a PBX of any sort on site?
0: Not anymore. I we we could talk at length. I've got a lot of interesting stories to tell you about. Oh. Uh, about PBXs and then where things were not PBX, but they were, um, they you were know, hosted, hybrid, they were we hosted PBX.
1: They were hosted PBX. Yeah. AKA. And,
0: <laughs> and Wait, this you is know, great. All these kind of weird, weird nuances of when we had phone systems still on site. And I'm talking, I mean, this is years and years yeah, and years yeah, ago, yeah. but you know, hmm. Hey, um, I've got this extension as a user, right? Yeah, and yeah. where is my voicemail stored? Guess what? It's stored in an exchange mailbox. What? Yeah. <laughs> the back end of the email server or the, the, the phone system is an exchange, yes. uh, you know, 2000 or exchange yes. five, five environment. True oh story. man, this is
1: going to kill my, kill my podcast people that are trans transcribing or whatever. That is PBX, peanut butter uh no i can't yeah, say that PBX, yeah Peno, Peno PBX. Peno Butter, x xylophone um public branch yeah. exchange public branch exchange there's so many acronyms i don't even know what they mean but at least that one i do right a, a post PBX right, right. how are you securing remote workers how can we secure remote workers in a post pbx world so how do you do it
0: yeah so i was talking about <laughs> Um <laughs> cause you, cause we don't I was, no. with you you, I was yeah. pretending again I was, and I
1: was swearing at my kids no, while I wrote no. that. No. <laughs> okay.
0: No. I was with you until you uh, you brought up the PBX part. But so um you know <laughs> pre and post pandemic, right? Um I think that um in terms of securing endpoints it's it's not any easier, um, you know, for sure today. And whether, you know, and I think it's actually even more complicated um, because there isn't this idea where people have said, okay, we're going to go and we're more, or we're going to go and we're going to work, uh, work remote and then we're, we're going to return on this date and on this time and whichever. Um, and so this is all kind of temporary, right? It's not. Um, and so where you had this sort of temporary, uh, scenario to secure now is like no, this is how we're operating as 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 remote workers and as businesses, and we've got to figure this out and we've got to put uh, solutions in because it's not temporary. This is our way of working now, um, which I think honestly is, I mean, forever is a long time, but I think this is this is how we work now. Um, it right? is and, absolutely and, so forever. Guess,
1: it is forever. Right. There is no going back to yeah. normal. And I have some I have some colleagues that would just lose it that I just said that. We're never going back to normal. Yes, we will. People yeah. will go back to the office. I do believe we will get back yeah. to normal. I do have hope. <laughs> I like- think
0: I think and and I'm gonna answer the question about the, the, the securing endpoints, but um, I think though that when we talk about going back, you know, things will never be what they were prior you know, to, to uh, before the pandemic. But I think we'll start to see though, where, you know, are we going to go into the office from eight thirty to five o'clock every single day, you know, five days a week, seven days a week, you know, whatever. No. Um, but, you know, being, I think, a um, uh, thoughtful about why are you going into the office? Oh, I'm going into the office because I'm meeting with customers or because I'm meeting with my team and, and, you know, we want to be together in this space versus us being on video. To a degree, that makes sense to me, right? So um, I, think that's, I think that's where things have been sort of going to. But to say, you know, hey, um, you know, at this point or, you know, in the future, things are going to go back to the way that everything was, you know, two or three years ago. That's not true, right? Mm. Um, it really screwed
1: up the internet world. It screwed up the internet world. It made Comcast and Time Warner and those people think about starting to charge more for bandwidth correct yeah Not bandwidth, bandwidth. IP and yeah, ip validity. usage ip oh. usage people never understand do Oh, IP usage, yeah. now, why do i have to pay for a dedicated circuit phil well i don't understand like why is this why is this one gig dedicated circuit so much more than my one gig comcast coax line like oh
0: yeah 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 um but but to go back though a little bit so so your question though like you know how are we securing endpoint or how are we securing yes. real work yes yes is, I think what's 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 fundamentally different, though, mm-hmm. is that because we've we've you know decided okay, this is how we're going to work as a as a as a species as, <laughs> as a as a group, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, okay, now that I know that, saying here's how I'm going to secure um, this group, or this is how I'm going to secure that group, because now we're working within let's say maybe it's office 365 or it's Google cloud or whatever. Um, And we know that we've made that decision because we're not going back to the way things were, you know, sort of prior. Um, And so we're taking steps to leverage and, 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 and put in some of those solutions Uh to secure how we're working.
1: Uh, Do you have a, um, how many, um, do you guys have multiple locations?
0: Yeah, we do. Yeah, um, in the U.S. and overseas.
1: Okay, uh, I'm just how many? Yeah. How many end users do you manage? How many? Um, so we're in that. How many human yeah. endpoints? How many? How many biological endpoints yeah. do you have? <laughs> uh, we're,
0: yeah, we're in that. Um, you know, not not uh, tens of thousands, but mm-hmm. okay. You know, um,
1: the. I guess my question. My question is. Do you have some sort of um, SD-WAN solution, and do you have some sort of maybe not public clouds people, not public cloud, private cloud um, VPN access of some sort for mobile users? Just curious.
0: We do not.
1: Okay. In other words, like, how do we, you know, how... Are, what's your best, I mean, what, what would you say is like a good strategy for people to, I guess, manage? Do you allow people to VPN via cell phones and access stuff? Maybe I shouldn't be asking. Them. Maybe this is too secure. I mean, you did have security on your, you did have security as a bullet point on there. I'm just thinking, what are some of the best strategies yeah. for, you know, um, securing just human beings that are just walking around with devices?
0: Yeah, so we're saying mobile phones, I mean you know whether it's mobile phones, tablets, laptops, computers, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know whatever the case is. Uh-huh. Um, I think I think today more than ever it's about detection and it's about visibility into what's, what's actually happening and I'm not sure everybody would agree with this, but you know I think the days of locking down and controlling and saying you know from, from, a, from a technology or security standpoint, you can do this or you can do that. Um, it's, it's more about, I'm, I'm not going to trust anyone or anything. So that's a sort of zero trust idea until I can validate or verify like, Hey, Phil is Phil. Right. And I've done that because I know your IP address, where you're coming from, or because you've answered some security questions or maybe the second factor, or maybe all those things. Uh Right. And, and, and I didn't trust you now. I verified, I probably still don't trust you, but. You know, there's a little bit more trust than there was before. Yeah, yeah. But then now 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 that we're building that VPN and we're having that secure communication, yeah. Whether that's cloud or on premise or whatever. Thank you. Having visibility though into that traffic to say what's going on from a baseline normal versus hey, there's something that doesn't look like you know
1: Yeah, how are you filtering it?
0: What normally happen,
1: yeah. Right. Thank, you. Exactly. thank you, thank you, right. thank
0: you, right? Exactly. I'm gonna right. plug
1: a partner here just because it's such a good opportunity. And looking at, I um, like Cato, I don't know if are you familiar with Cato Networks? So, I'm Kato, familiar, yep, yeah. So, they're kind of like a they've got like a really, I think they have a especially when the pandemic hit, and, and as far as giving out free VPN access or remote VPNs and stuff, that was something really cool that they did. <clears throat> uh, but in general, for um. My manufacturing friends that have manufacturing in China and in Vietnam and all over the you know APAC is that right Asia Pacific yeah Asia, um, APAC, they've been very good at getting around the Great Wall of China. They've been you know because they've got they've got resources on mainland China, Hong Kong, etc. And then they've got this massive multi gig, you know, kind of MPLS backbone private cloud that. With mm-hmm. a good mobile, like a, a good ability, I mean, a good ability to manage kind of mobile devices and people that are all over the world at any given time um, to attach to that kind of private right. network and then filter things. So, I don't know. I just, uh, I don't know all of the, the nuts and bolts and details out there, but, you know, plug for Cato, uh, just because yeah. um, that's, they're one of the few providers, like one of the few SD-WAN providers um, that there's a whole yep. a whole bunch of other things, obviously, like you know bandwidth aggregation, different things. But they're they're one of the few that, For sure. that For does sure. that. Um, well. yep. whether someone's tested I always think it or, about that. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah,
0: sorry, I always think about that too, right? Because like, if you say SD WAN, and then I heard something key that you said so about the other uh, the bandwidth aggregation. So years ago, you know, this is this will remind people of like we had the riverbeds of the world, and then we had Silver yep. Peak, and then we had uh-uh. other uh-uh. kind of solutions. They're still and all of a sudden it's like. <laughs> They're still around for sure, oh, yeah. right? Uh, and but but, but the sort of stumbling though of like hey. I like Fat
1: Pipe. Fat Pipe used to yeah, give out, Fat, pipe, fat right? pipe used to give out right. b- uh, red boxer shorts that said Fat Pipe on the front. <laughs> like what? Oh, gosh.
0: Yeah, but like those though, where it's like you know, definitely those are. Hey, this is this this story. This solution is much more than just uh, I'm an aggregation or an optimization of of, of bandwidth. And maybe it's an opportunity for some organizations or it was to, to move away from MPLS and some of those costly, um, you know, sort of more point to point solutions. Yeah. And But then all of a sudden there was this discovery of, okay, but SD WAN and software defined networking is much greater and much bigger than just aggregation and cleaning up of crappy circuits. It's like, yes, there's, thank you. there's a much bigger. Yeah. There's like crack. 50 other yeah. points and, and,
1: and you don't want to just go like, I have exactly. like my, I don't want to offend you or offend anyone out there because I don't mind my don't Meraki know. guys. Yeah. I like my Meraki guys, but they're SD. I like to call sure. their SD one piece, the SD one light L I T E. But, um, I had, we did a whole episode on, I hate you Meraki because, but it was really about everyone that loves Meraki, but it was, what do we hate about Meraki since we love it so much? Um, Right. The right. But yeah, it is but about it was, so much yeah. more than that. It's about forward error correction. Correct. It is about cleaning up things. It is about backhauling traffic yep. to a more secure location because with SD-WAN you can backhaul your traffic, kind of like that. You don't need to. Right. Obviously, it's about saving money, of course. Speed. And
0: right. Uh, and visibility, like all the analytics. I mean, today, you know, data, data is everything. It's like you know, yeah. I, I, I need the data, and I kind of understand what's going on mm-hmm. in my environment, and. When from a, from an SD WAN perspective, you're like, Hey, I can mm. plug in over in China or over in Europe mm. and then plug in in the States mm. and end to end, I can see the entire solution verse. Hey, I can only see the part that I mm. own or the part that I've got visibility yeah, ability yeah, yeah. into. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, it, it's, it's a the really way to good the story, points. right? So, all the um, the points, yeah. I love all yeah. my, I, I'm
1: right. an S SD WAN kind of, uh, uh, I don't know, aficionado or whatever. So, if anyone needs help or just wants to be yeah. point, pointed in the right direction with, like, you know, I don't right. know, wants to know like who, who's out there and what's available and, and who did what well and who does what bad and yep. whose departments are backed up and will tell you that they're great here and great there, but they won't yeah. tell you that our operations department is backed up for six months, uh, just give me a call. I'll just point you in the right direction. But I love my VeloCloud guys. I love my VeloCloud guys that are also know how to manage it really really right. well everyone does there's like a lot of vm people there's a lot of vm people out there some do it well some do it wrong so that's
0: that's true too right and there, there's always that conversation i think that happens sometimes where it's like hey we're a cisco shop oh yeah. well then maybe it's mariaki or like uh-huh. hey we're a vmware shop so we're gonna go that route or yeah. you know we've already have that relationship but mm-hmm. i think it's important you know um you want to respect and have those vendor relationships but at the end of the day you know sort of understanding what is it that you're looking for? Maybe this SD-WAN solution has mm-hmm. some features. Maybe the remote access and control piece you like. Maybe there's there's a recording and analytics and data that, you know, is better in this versus that. So, you know, I'm not and sure. Why, if this, and why would you do
1: that, though? You would do that because, like, hey, maybe there's this unnecessary silo that we've created or don't need
0: anymore. Correct. You know, Right. Correct. Exactly. Right. And and so I don't want to offend any you know vendor, but like to say though that it's really important though please that do. you please
1: offend Zoom more. that you zero
0: in though and really understand the the other requirement as a customer as a, as a partner of mm-hmm. what is it that we're trying to you know achieve here. And like you said, you know I'm saving costs. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, removing some some complexity or some silo, mm-hmm. um, or You know, I'm doing all that, and I'm getting all these net new features that um, I didn't have before with a vendor that we, you know, use because that's that's what we do, all of our network and security and other stuff. I just had
1: a huge aha moment to tie this all the way back to the beginning of the show. Sure. We should have a new vendor requirement question. Everyone write this down, new vendor requirement question. Uh, and not that this is like old or new because everyone's been saying this forever. Maybe I'm just now rethinking of it another way mm-hmm. because we're asking it. Usually the vendors asking it when the vendor asks, ask it, it's kind of suspect. But when we ask yeah. it, but when we ask it, I want you to tell me how I am going to go from six items on my checklist a day to only five and how I'm going to leave at 4:30 every day and feel good about it. Please tell me how, how your product's going to help me do that. Right. That could happen. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> It could happen. Who can you who can you, yeah. who can you hire for me? Who yeah. can you hire for me and give me and have them on my, not on my payroll, yeah. but, but acting as, you know what I mean? Like that type of thing.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, that's, that's these are valid. questions so we should I be I asking. A lot of time, I, I agree. And I think a lot of times, so like that, like that conversation starts out as like, Hey, I'm the vendor and I'm going to tell you everything that, you know, I can do for you and, you know, we'll get a demo together or whatever. But like, now all of a sudden, from from an architectural or from a, 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 a from a solution provider, you're already providing me with all the the good, not, you know, maybe not necessarily the bad and the ugly, but like all the good that you're presenting from the product side. But you know, yeah, we went with, to, yeah, exactly. Honest, There's a with, flawed yeah, piece to that. What is it?
1: There's a flawed piece to that whole right. philosophy. What, what in, is it
0: that I'm looking for? Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. And the, right. flawed, piece right. that, the flawed piece to
1: that, the flawed piece that whole thing is, is we didn't start off with a. We should always be starting off with our roadmap. We should start be starting off with what's the what are the problems that we're dealing Correct. with? What are the issues? And then what are Correct. we looking? What are we looking for in a solution? And then we should have, well, I mean, someone like Phil Howard go out and and say no, don't don't look at this person, don't look at this person, look at this person, look at this person, at this person and bring them in. And Phil's not going to charge you anything, anyways. But um, I just there, there's a deep philosophy around how, and I think it's changing. I think the marketplace is changing and I think it's changing to more, and this is the whole goal of this show, by the way, the whole goal of the show is to create more of an IT cooperative type environment where we're, we're, we're the strength and we're the ones in the driver's seat and the ones leading versus the older, I think the old way of doing things was, yeah, you're going to sit down on presentations and people are going to come in and sell you and you're going to have all these three different groups of people trying to sell you a product. They're definitely not going to tell you all the things behind the scene, right? They're not. How are you going to get that information? Right. How are you going to get that information? You're going to Get it because you've got a cooperative group of technology professionals that can tell you, oh no, dude, they're way overloaded right now. They just got slammed. Like, I could tell you, I'm not going to name a name, but I can tell you of a Teams direct routing company that got slammed absolutely slammed during the pandemic why because everyone was migrating to teams and they didn't want to pay microsoft licensing fees because that's stupid why would you pay twelve dollars for right calling per person i mean it's just dumb right so we need a direct routing partner if anyone doesn't know that what i'm talking about please reach out to me and i'll explain but because you're getting ripped off but the well not getting ripped off you're just paying stupid fees for no reason paying for something i shouldn't say right, someone's exactly. ripping you right. off you know but you're 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 doing something stupid.
0: The You're paying but, for something unnecessarily. Yeah, yeah. it's just really yeah. dumb.
1: So but how many so many people do that? You know, my point is, is like, how did that get spun in the old way? So the old way would be they now now you're like, hey, I need teams. This company comes in and they present to you and they say we had such a record-breaking 2021 we were off the charts blah 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 we're the number one da, 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 da. whatever this frost and sullivan we paid for gartner magic quadrant to be on there it's a paper play model here's this here's this here's this. this is why we're so great microsoft teams direct routing partner bum and oh yeah this is amazing it, it makes sense to me and like then you and then what happens then what happens well you right. you got sold so you and i'm not saying that I'm not necessarily saying there's anything wrong with that because nothing happens until someone makes a sale. But the thing is, is what you're not going to know is how backed up the operations department is. You're not going to know the project management details. You're not going to really know who you get passed off to, which is a project manager, which in the telecom world is kind of where there's a butt in the seat. Again, um, I'm just an overloaded department. You're not going to get that unless you have a cooperative group of IT people that have data on everything. And right. that's kind of one of the goals of this show is to bring everyone to really put it kind of yep. in the driver's seat, not just put it in the presentation seat, you know? Yep. Um, I think,
0: I think, I think to go back to kind of in the beginning of, of, of this thread for a second too, as, as we were talking about, SD-WAN or, you know, some of the, um, is that I think a lot of times too, when, you know, it, 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 it is understood like, okay, this is what you're trying to achieve. And then, and then you put in said solution and you go forward. We don't actually, you know, do that reflection. I think, you know, often enough as, as an industry or, a, you know, a group where we say, here's where I was before, here's where I am current now. And what are the outcomes as a result of whatever I did? And it could be negative or it could be positive, but like, Hey, I put in the solution. I mean, hopefully it's positive, but it's like yeah, yeah. I put in the solution you know, uh, now yeah. from a before state, yep. and my outcomes are reduced cost, increased security, uh, less friction from, from, from a user yeah. perspective, more satisfaction, whatever. But, you know, less focusing tickets. on what were those outcomes, uh-huh. right? Because yeah, yeah. Um, I think a lot of times it's like, well, it was successful, and that might be true, you know, overall it was successful, but like specifically, what were your outcomes that were positive and maybe negative, but you know, probably more positive. Um, and I, th- I think those are, those are, those are crucial too, because to sort of tie back that thread where you were talking about, Hey, I've got unnecessary costs or I put in the solution. I didn't know all the you know different pieces. Okay. Well, the solutions in now, right. And you went from current or from prior to current and I'm in the state now and maybe I'm going to run for a year or, or two years or three years, but okay. Maybe one of the outcomes though was, you know, some positive, but then I've got negative where, Hey, there was a bunch of costs that I had where I didn't really have to pay for this, this, uh, uh, uh a component, mm-hmm. but I ended up doing it anyways. And so next time around, mm. um, you know, recognizing some of those things and it, you know, at that Adding point, cost, right? just so add like,
1: 10% for right. uh, contingency factor. Yeah. Yeah
0: so right and and it's a sunk cost but it, there's nothing you can do at that point but to hey next time um i've got that awareness or i've got that you know mm. i don't know maybe it was time or, or it was additional a uh, component or stuff like that i keep struggling with I, i'm thinking about something in my mind too and i i it's not microsoft teams and i'll probably think of it when we're done um by talking <laughs> but there's something where it's like hey um, you need maybe the uh, a seventy five twenty five or the eighty five fifteen, where most of this functionality you're actually not going to end up using, and the smaller portion of it you are, but you're going to be charged yeah, for yeah 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 no for sure this. yeah
1: in a, in a hosted right. I mean that's classic in, in telecom or in anything most telecom providers or or UC providers right it's like hey look at everything we got like let's just take um let's pick on Ring Central this time if you buy a Ring Central seat. That's a you good get, example. Of, you yeah, get, you get, sure. fa- you get fax to email, you get multiple auto attendance, call recording, blah, blah, blah. Just go down the line. It's maybe 200 Zoom, features. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's like 200 right. features. And back when I worked in the corporate world and did these presentations like all the time and worked with MSPs on like implementing, you know, phone systems and everything, I, I would always look at, you know, whoever it was. And, and the question started off like that. It was like, what do you hate about your current situation? What do you love about it and, and what needs to stay the same? And what would you like to see in a new, like, you, you know what I mean? Because I could sit here right now and I could show you for like 200 things and you're not going to use, you're going to use maybe five of them and another customer is going to use another five and another customer is going to use another five, but this is software and this is how they built the software. Regardless, with, there's, there's 5,000 yeah, 5, questions, yeah. you know. And right. it's right. it, it, whatever and I, I don't right. know if we've we've solved the world today, but here's the, the one here's what we did to yeah. here's what we did to Yeah, we have drawn attention to the fact that we're all human beings <laughs> the number two that we can all if we're if we're as IT leaders in a Larger mid-market to enterprise level space where chances are we are not the owner and we're a salaried employee. We need to know when to shut off. Um, Especially like, you know, like you said, during the pandemic where you can like, you know, you can just kind of jump in front of it and that's not going to change. That's going to be that people were dealing with that prior anyways, like, you know, working from home. So how how do we shut off? Um, I still would like to know how the pandemic affected your family and the kids, but that's, that's for another time. The, and then it's the, yeah. in general, you know, like how, how do we, so with that kind of in mind, how do we simplify, automate yeah. and increase production, um, you know, during those, I don't know, six to eight hours a day, I'm really hoping we can, yeah. we can bring this down to four hours a day and really look important. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. So, and listen, just just, just just one quick thing on the family part, though. I think I can summarize it pretty quickly, though, and say like how it affected, um, you know, how the pandemic affected me or my family was, I think that it definitely brought to, uh, to um, uh, um, on the front that the time that we're spending together is, is super important and we don't do enough of it. And mm. me, me as, as an individual yeah. and as a father and as a husband, being more uh being more present right and at the end of the day whatever time that is Mm. not having my phone in front of me not having my computer on my lap and giving the Mm. kids or giving my family my time Mm. um i think was something that was you know definitely um i i guess we can say a lesson learned but you know for me is is just you know be present because the kids are growing up fast and because um you know this this time's not forever Right. And not to be cliche about it, but it's like, that's, that's definitely true is, um, you know, historically, Hey, I'm in the room, but I got my phone or I got a tablet or I got some kind of technology in my lap mm-hmm. and you know,
1: you know I need to be to... more present. So. Yeah, if, absolutely. And what do we do to really push ourselves outside of our comfort zones with our family as well? What are we really doing back to the kind of like the habits thing again and the habits being, yeah. You know, because we go on auto. It's easy for us to just wake up and go through the day. It's easy to just keep doing what you've been doing. It's not easy. It's not easy to push yourself outside of your comfort zone and do something and add value, where you're just where it takes effort. It takes habitual effort and really having to push yourself. And that's one of the things that I myself know I'm a complete utter failure when it comes to a father. Is like I really need to push myself more on sharing like good knowledge, taking the time to teach my kids because I don't want the rest of the public world teaching them really taking the time to like, there's, th- there's just things that your kids don't get taught in school. Common sense, for example, I was like, we're going to call this like the right. common sense, you know, common sense, goal setting, yeah. how to oh, have a right. vision, yeah. you yeah. know, just different yeah. things like, you know, self-confidence in general, yeah. like not, you know, how to like, not, you know, yeah. allow negative self-talk to come into your head, you know, all kinds of different things. There's, I mean, just... Whatever it could be, yeah. Or, like, yeah. You're sitting down and reading. Or like there's things. One of the right, habits I put right, on my list was just right. read to my kids every day. Just read, just read to them something every day.
0: There's things where it's like you, you know, pr- from your own upbringing or your own, your own childhood or your own you know growing up, where you're like, I mm. know about this thing. I don't. I don't have an example for you, but like, yeah. hey, this 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 particular thing. And then you ask yourself, like, my kids don't know that. Why? Because I never taught them. Like, mm. why didn't I? I don't yeah. know because I I, I don't even think about it. It's like, but so that is something that you know, um, you know, oh, my my kid needs to learn, and and then you're like, oh my god, how many other things are there like that? Oh, there's so much. There's not so even much. about it.
1: Yeah, there's yeah. so much. I think it was like, yeah, I was like, like I don't know. We had to fix the like toilet the other day or something, and you know, again with eight kids, it comes a delegation task. So sometimes my my 15 year old son is doing a project to fix something. You know, like drilling a hole in the wall and putting a drywall stud screw in or, you know, or learning to like use a stud finder and, you know, screw something into the wall or something like that. Or my daughters as well. But, um, not trying to make this chauvinistic. It just so happens that I was listening to the last. <laughs> I'm thinking about the last thing, and my, my son happened to be the one doing it. I was like, oh, hold on, hold on. Stop, stop, stop. You know, because it would have taken an hour for him to do something. Like, let me just show you the old tricks of the trade of the, you know, 40 years right. of failure of drilling things in and having, right. having the old toilet paper thing just go loose and fall off the wall again. Yep, yeah. Uh, so, you know, stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Like, Those are important, though. It's like when I was growing up as a kid. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, exactly. And like when I was growing up as a kid, it's like, you know, I'd always be the one holding the flashlight or, you know, being the assistant to my dad, for instance. And, you know, like, I don't do that as much as my son. It's like, because I don't know, I think for me, it's like, I'm busy. I got to just get in and get out. I got to fix the toilet. Should I, should I I'll bring him alongside and say, here's how I take this apart. And I, you know, have yeah. all these different kind of steps that I go through. We don't do that. And it's like, honestly, you know, in another 10 years or whatever, it's like, well, most people, or maybe that's now, you know, people just pay someone to do that because there's no, there's no, there's no interest or we're too busy or whatever. Um, but it's like, I know how to do all these sort of, you know, yeah. home uh, handyman activities. Yeah. I challenge I you.
1: I challenge anyone right now to call an electrician and have them show up anytime this week.
0: Right. In, right. In, and, and for the easy things, though, like yeah. that you should be able to do yourself, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but I, I think like a lot of people just don't have that skill set. And I, I do, I feel disappointed or I, like, I do think about that that weighs on me where it's like my son or even my, my daughters, it's like, you know, I will pull them in and, you know, make them part of it. But sometimes it's like, they're just like, ah, I don't care. I'm not interested, you know, whatever. And it's like, well, I wasn't necessarily interested when I was a kid either, but I was still there being the assistant learning because that's, that's what I did. Next right, time you so, jump in the shower, anyways. I'm
1: going to go hit the lever on the, I, I was thinking of like how to make a remote, you know how you like, you know, have you have like the turning lever for the hot water. Like what do they call that? Like, I don't know what they call it. It's the 90 degree one. It's like basically the straight hand. A diverter? Yeah. Like, not a diverter. I mean, is it a diverter? I don't know. Whatever oh. it is to shut it off. Like just shut the water off, you know, just literally like in the okay. middle of the pipe, shut the water off. I was like, I got to figure out a way <clears throat> to make an app where I can just have one of these be wireless and just shut it on and off. So when the kids get in the shower, they have taking, one. they've got yeah. to, because it would be so great to just be like, I think so. put a timer yeah. on the shower for five minutes because hot water is yeah. an issue in my house with this many people. And just be like, boop, hit the button, like turn yep. the hot so, water off. I'm like, oh, they're yeah. out. <laughs> It'd be great. So
0: there's, there's, there's definitely that internet of things today where you can have a, a, a smart valve
1: yeah, that smart can valve. be
0: activated or whatever by, you know, Alexa or some other app. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. But I, I like that one because, uh, yeah, the, the, the hot water or just really the utility usage in general is out of control. I, I mean, especially for you. Um, and yeah, having some governance on, you know, those aspects is is key for sure. Or I got one for you. It's like not only, you know, having that smart valve, but having some kind of a usage to show them like, here's how much, um, uh, you know, here's how much you used. And here's how much you
1: know <laughs> I have I think so that many talks like this. I have the utility. gratitude talk. I yeah. have like the gratitude talk on a daily basis. Hey, look, just look. And I'm like, like, we're at the sink and they're like, What 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 what? No, I'm like, just look. And I grab the little valve and I just turn the water yeah. on and turn it off. I'm like, Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Like, do you understand you know what, though, man? there's Earth. people that don't have yeah. running water? That's true. They that's just true. don't and, have it. Like this is unbelievable. Like think about it back in the right. day. Think back f- That's true f- five hundred years ago. Right. Like, right. no. This is amazing. No, that's that's no joke. Yeah.
0: And not just water, but like all the all the luxuries that we have. I mean, Toilet. as somebody yeah. like, you know, our kids haven't done this, right? But as somebody who's traveled around the world myself, yeah. you know, um, you come back and you're like, Yeah, we take all of this for granted every mm. day every every usage everything yeah. you know that um the, the power stays on all the time unless mm. there's some kind of weather event or some other kind of you know situation mm. but yeah all these things where it's like these are all um you know all all utilities that we take for granted or just our lifestyle in general mm. and we have a similar conversation with our kids of like not everybody has i'm not even talking about you know across an ocean i'm saying you know in, in, in this state or in our country, Mm -hmm. everything that you guys have, not everybody has that. Mm. So, and I think some of that resonates. I think some of that though is like, what is dad talking about? But you know, but
1: everyone um, has the important. internet. <laughs> go, I've been in some crazy places. I've been in some really poor villages in the middle of Egypt, right? And you're like, this guy has nothing, but he's got the internet. <laughs> but somehow he's got, the, but he's, somehow like he's got a cell phone. Right? Somehow yeah. he's got a cell phone. And he's like, you know, right. and you see him like, they're like pulling up like some old engine out of like a ridiculous car with like a rope tied to a tree. And like, you know, somehow they got an engine from, I've just seen wild stuff, you know, or they're pulling like some donkeys are pulling a cart down the street with a cow on the back of it. And the kid's on a cell phone and he's riding a donkey. You're like, what? It's amazing. I
0: think that's just like this, this amazing, um, you know, acceleration of technology or digital where like the, you know, current or the other prior states, are you know worlds apart, mm-hmm. but they've been connected, or we've been brought together by, like you said, this mobile phone or the internet. But yet, everything else it's is still, still not the same. Done.
1: It's still not the same. Right. Go. Right. Get out of the United States. Go see. Go see what it's like. It's amazing. People are amazing.
0: It and, is amazing. And crazy. It is amazing.
1: People are amazing right. and crazy.
0: Right. <laughs> right. Right. But you'll—you'll you'll definitely having those experiences. You'll return to wherever your your home is. And you'll say I, yeah. I'm forever reminded now yeah. myself personally yeah. that what I have here uh-huh. I didn't have for a week or two weeks or maybe longer from wherever, you know, I was. And yeah. those are uh, I mean those are really aha moments, honestly. I mean where oh, it know, is. people are like
1: I still haven't I can't done the take show for granted. Right? Yeah. I haven't done the right. show yet, but I did I yeah. got locked up. I got mistaken for somebody else. I got mistaken for like having a fake American passport and being I got like, you know, What was it uh, plugged or whatever? As like some, you know, like no, you're from Turkey. I'm like, no, I'm American. What are you talking about? And I got locked up in Egypt, Egyptian jail for three days, and one of the best experiences I've ever had, worst and best. Wow. um, Wow. Yeah, because I was like four with like forty other. 40 other guys all chain smoking smoking hasn't quite caught you know the whole smoking thing in the united states is like frowned upon more here than it is in other countries like some other countries just like That's everyone right. smokes you yeah. know and Correct. uh yeah this was i still yeah. haven't done that yeah. one yet I'm a, my daughter wants to interview me and, and have me tell that story because it's a long, yeah very interesting and
0: smoking in the office right or smoking in a building is like yeah i mean it's in a hospital uh, in a hospital you
1: know, <laughs> <laughs> imagine going down a hospital and, like, there's nurses smoking yep. down the hall. You're like, what? This doesn't make that, sense. I hadn't
0: heard that. that that's incredible. Yeah.
1: <laughs> this does wow. not make sense. No <laughs> yeah. It was like, yeah. I just went into, I had, that was another, uh, that was, like, a, the year prior when I was in Egypt. And, like, I did have to go to a hospital. And it was, like, a local, like, more of, like, a it was just a. It was a public hospital, and my friend was like, "Oh, it sounds like you went to a public hospital." And, and he was like, "Yeah," and he's like, "Oh, no." And he's like, "You don't do that." I mean, it was literally thousands of people, hallways crowded, everything, and just trying to find places. And I remember just, we walked in some through a door thinking it was a doctor's room, but it wasn't. It was just like like six nurses, and half of them were smoking, sitting, in, like you know, it was just it was just interesting, and there were just people smoking in the hallway and stuff. But uh, it has been an absolute wow. pleasure having you on the show. Uh, yeah, sir. Yeah appreciate it we're gonna do another show we're able to connect finally yeah, yeah no we are gonna do another show on on something and uh whatever it was all oh, the, for sure yeah all the I bullet points to. all the yeah. bullet points that i did want to talk to you about that i just never looked up while we were talking because it it was that it was that randomly good so have a wonderful cool. uh rest of your day and thank you so much you too hey thanks for listening to this episode of dissecting popular it nerds if you like this or any other episode Make sure you rate it and share it with one of your friends. And remember, when it comes to IT, you always need to be dissecting, analyzing,
0: and improving.